Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning, I'm Sean Chong and on The Bigger Picture today, I'll be speaking with Abhilash Narayan, the Senior Investment Strategist from Standard Chartered Private Bank. And today we'll be chatting about global market outlooks, especially given some of the stories that have transpired recently. So good morning. Good morning, Sean. Good morning. So a potential Fed pause and less bad US macroeconomic data are likely to collide with still poor long-term fundamentals. Uh, could you explain this story to us, sir? Uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, if you look at U.S. economic data that, that's been coming out recently, it's been a bit more resilient than what markets expected, right? So if you just look at the data that came out last night, uh, the home price data was better than expected. Last week, we saw that PCE inflation yeah, uh, saw a bit of modest reacceleration. So, you know, the, the, the U.S. economic data has been stronger uh, recently. Uh, but we think that uh, in the next uh, three to six months, we will, we will start to see the lag impact of the Fed rate hikes that we've seen over the past 12 to 15 months. And that means that uh, the Fed is likely to remain on pause for the rest of the year. Okay, so, but would this narrative change since this debt ceiling saga seems to be reaching a positive conclusion? Yeah, I mean, see, uh, obviously we've seen a lot of positive news come through in the last few days. Uh, and it seems that while a handful of Republicans are opposing the, the debt ceiling sort of agreement, uh, we should overall see that the, the deal gets passed. Now, from a market perspective, there are two implications. One is it could trigger a bit of risk on moves, so we could see equity markets bounce higher in the near term, especially given the, the fact that the positioning is, is quite short for equity markets. But secondly, we think that the, the bounce in equity markets could be short-lived as a resolution of debt ceiling could see liquidity conditions in U.S. deteriorate. So what, what U.S. strategy will do once the agreement is uh, reached is that it will issue a substantial amount of debt to replenish its reserves, which could could suck liquidity away from U.S. financial system. Right, so that would therefore trigger like a recession? Well, uh, that in itself may not necessarily trigger a recession, but we, we are expecting a mild recession in Q4 this year, you know, due to combined impact of the rate hikes that we have seen, but also, you know, the, the decline in liquidity that will happen after the, the debt ceiling. Uh, but, you know, predicting recessions is a very, very hard thing to do, and, and precisely timing a recession is even harder. So we think that, you know, given the fact that we have the view that U.S. economy will slow down, investors could position defensively overall. So, you know, allocate more to high yield bonds, uh, sorry, more, more to investment grade bonds, uh, rotate from U.S. to Asia and build, you know, more defensive exposures by adding exposure to government bonds, cash and gold. Uh, of course, this recession, as you said, has been uh, very hard to predict. In fact, I think it's very anticipated. So let's just say that it really happens and this anticipation of this recession has gone on for quite a while now. What should we then be considering over in Singapore? Well, uh, from a Singapore perspective, I think there are two potential ways you can play it, right? Equity markets and currency. From an equity market perspective, you know, uh, the two largest sectors for Singapore uh, stock market are the banks and the real estate sector. Now, overall, we are neutral on banks, but we have a more downbeat view on the real estate sector because of the negative impact of high interest rates and the recent policy tightening we've seen in Singapore. Where we see a better opportunity is in the currency space. So we do expect dollar, uh, US dollars uh, to Singapore dollar uh, exchange rate to decline from 1.35 to around 1.32 uh, in the next 6 to 12 months. So we expect Singapore dollar to appreciate and that could offer investors some opportunities. Okay, If you just joined us, we're speaking with uh, Mr. Abhilash Narayan from the Senate Chartered Private Bank. He's the C 
Senior Investment Strategist. We are chatting about global market outlooks today. So let's turn our eyes to Asia. Uh, Japan is hitting three-decade highs and I've noticed uh, Standard Chartered Private Bank has put up an upgrade to overweight for Japan. Uh, could you tell us this story and is this just the beginning of a bull run over there in Japan? Well, yes, we've, we've recently upgraded Japanese equities to an overweight. And, and our, our upgrade is primarily down to three key reasons. So first thing is, you know, we've seen an inflation in Japan being relatively high. And what that means is that uh, the nominal economic growth in Japan is actually quite robust. And we know that, you know, nominal economic growth has a correlation with corporate earnings. So we think that the corporate earnings for Japanese companies should surprise to the upside from here on. The second factor is we've started to see a big increase in share buybacks from companies, given that, you know, Japanese stock uh, regulators are trying to improve corporate governance. So share buybacks could be a a, a key support for the stock market. And thirdly, when we look at valuations for uh, Japanese equities, they're still trading at around 10% discount to global equities. So, you know, we think that the confluence of these factors uh, mean that there's a good chance that Japanese equities outperform the global equity market. Right. So how then can we take advantage of this? Do we buy like multinational equities? Do we buy the ETS or just Japanese stocks outright? Well, uh, from our perspective, diversification is something that we always recommend uh, to, to our readers. Uh, and this means diversification not across uh, only uh, geographies, but also asset classes. So yeah, I mean, given our recent upgrade, it makes sense to rotate out of US and European equities and add some exposure to Japanese equities, be it through funds, ETFs, or individual stocks. But I think what's also worth highlighting is that it also is worth considering rotating out of equities and, and adding more exposure into high-quality investment-grade bonds given the elevated risk of recession. Right, so like um, fixed-income instruments, for example. Yes, absolutely. So we are actually overweight on fixed-income or, or bonds, and there are two parts of the bond markets that we like. So one is developed market investment-grade government bonds. Now, these are high-quality defensive bonds, which are attra- offering attractive yields relative to their own history. So if you look at 10-year U.S. Treasury yields, you're getting around 3.7%, 3 mm-hmm. yield, which is attractive. And we think that uh, given the recession risk, bond yields will decline below 3% uh, by you know, mid-2024. And as you know, you know, lower bond yields mean higher bond prices. So we could be looking at attractive mid- to high single-digit returns uh, for, for developed market investment grade corporate bonds. And the second area that we like is Asian dollar bonds, which should benefit from strong Chinese and Asian growth. And the valuations there are quite attractive in our assessment as well. Right. Thank you. So we've unpacked a lot of things today about the US and about Japan and so on. What about in our own backyard, right? How should we in Singapore be positioning ourselves moving forward, knowing all the winds that are coming our way? Well, I think uh, the most important thing to uh, is to have a diversified and defensive portfolio. So as I mentioned, we think uh, adding more exposure to high quality bonds makes sense. Uh, having a, ge- a geographically diversified exposure makes sense. But, you know, given the economic uh, expect- growth expectations, having an overweight towards Asia is, is something that we prefer. And we think that there are some opportunities in the currency space. So we do expect the dollar to weaken and we expect Singapore dollar and some of the Asian currencies to appreciate. Uh, so that's another opportunity to look out for. Oh, well, thank you very much, uh, Abhilash. Uh, then you, get, you have a good morning, yeah? Thank you so much, Sean. Uh, and th- we've been speaking to Abhilash Narayan, the Senior Investment Strategist of Standard Chartered Private Bank. This is The Bigger Picture and this is Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.